This is Building Lifestyles, a show designed to help everyday Australians create a lifestyle that inspires them using property development strategies. On the show, you'll hear from everyday people changing their lives doing property development. You'll learn from their successes as well as some of the challenges they've faced along the way. We also talk to experts from a range of fields who share specialised techniques that you can use to accelerate your property journey. I'm your host, Amanda McEwen, and I'm the founder of The Rising Star Developer, and I'm really passionate about helping everyday Australians build lifestyle using property development. Hello, everyone. It's Amanda McEwen, your host for today's episodes of Building Lifestyle, the only podcast you need to transform your lifestyle using small-scale property development. It's July. I cannot believe it's July. And I know some of you might be feeling the pressure of the new financial year. The good news is today we're going to be delving into six game-changing tips to help you gear up for a productive, profitable, and progressive financial year ahead. So let's dive straight into it. Tip number one, plan, plan, and plan. When it comes to running a successful business, particularly in property development, planning is your best friend. So it's important we start the new financial year with an updated business plan. So instead of just waiting to the end of the year and starting your business planning for the calendar year, it's important to also take stock at the financial year too. So start the financial year with an updated business plan. And to do this, we start with assessing last year's goals. What worked, what didn't, and what were the key learnings that came out of it? So get clear on your objectives for the financial year ahead. Now, planning isn't just about the big picture. We need to break it down into monthly, weekly, and even daily tasks. But it's important to make it actionable. A great plan is worth nothing if it just sits in a drawer and doesn't get looked at. So let's delve a little deeper into this. We've all heard the phrase, fail to plan, plan to fail. And as cliche as it sounds, it couldn't be more accurate, especially in the world of property development and look, any business really. The planning phase is where your strategy takes shape, where you turn your vision into action. And this begins with a robust business plan. Now, when I say business plan, I don't just mean a static document that never gets looked at. A business plan should be a dynamic roadmap. So it should be ever evolving as your circumstances change, as your business grows, as your deals change, as your market changes, and one that you review at a minimum quarterly. So let's break this down a bit further. Let's start by reflecting on the previous year. Look at the goals you set and whether you actually achieved them. What were the key wins? Where did you fall short? And most importantly, why? These answers will offer valuable insights and will help guide you in setting smarter goals for the financial year ahead. Your business plan should include financial forecasts. You know, how much money do you want to be earning and by when? And also clear set of goals. And it's important to make sure these goals are specific measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound, which is also called SMART goals. Because it's no use setting goals if we haven't got any guidelines around or or whether they're achievable and whether we can actually make them happen. But here's the deal. Setting annual goals is just the start. It's like setting your destination in GPS, right? To reach there, you need turn-by-turn directions. And that's where breaking down your goals comes in. 
let's say one of your goals for the new year is to purchase and develop two new properties. That's your annual goal. Next thing we need to do is break it down into smaller, more manageable parts. What do you need to do each quarter to achieve this? Maybe it's securing your financing or being clear in your borrowing power in quarter one. Searching for potential deals in quarter two. Perhaps it's beginning your design and getting your approvals in quarter three and starting construction in quarter four. So go further. What tasks do we need to accomplish each month to get to your quarterly goals? And then we break it down even more there. So what needs to be done each week and each day? And that's how you make your plan actionable. And it can sound like a bit, a lot of work, but when you start up at the high level, then it's a lot easier to break it down into bite-sized chunks into your quarterly, monthly, and that really drives your weekly and your daily activity. So it may sound a little overwhelming to start off with, but once you get into the flow and once you do it, it does become so much easier. And there are many tools out there to help you. There's many project management type softwares or even simple spreadsheets, which is what I tend to use. The key is to keep tracking your progress because if you're not meeting your mini goals, it's typically a red flag that your big goals might be at risk. And remember, flexibility is crucial because not everything will go according to plan and that's okay. Unexpected challenges may arise, the market conditions might change and you may need to adjust your plan accordingly. But the important thing is to keep your eyes on the ultimate goal because there's a saying here that Quite often we under, overestimate what we achieve in the short term, but underestimate what we achieve in the long term. And that just means we need, if we're clear on what our end goal is, even if it slips by a month or two here, we're still on track with our meeting our longer term goals as well. So as we step into the new financial year, let's not underestimate the power of planning. Let's set clear, actionable goals, break them down, make them actionable, and keep track of our progress. And with a solid plan, there's no limit what we can achieve in our property development and our life journey. So let's move on to tip number two, getting your finances in order. We're talking about the financial year after all. It's crucial to have a clear snapshot of your personal and your business financial health. Start by reviewing your budget, tracking your expenses and assessing your cash flow because cash is king in life, but particularly in business and when we're, when we're running projects. So don't shy away also from seeking expert health if help if um, if numbers aren't your thing. So an accountant or a financial um, planner or advisor can really help you here if numbers aren't your strong point. But it's really important if you don't love numbers, start to try and love them because they are such a key important part of your journey. So let's zero in on our second tip, getting your finances in order. In property development, understanding your finances is not just a sideshow, it's the main event. Having a firm handle on your financial position is pivotal for getting funding for your deals. And if we don't get funding, we don't have a deal. Now, getting your finances in order also isn't just a one-year event. It's an ongoing process. But the start of the financial year is a great time to do a comprehensive review. The first step here is to review your budget. Your budget is your financial playbook. It tells you where your money should go, and this should be in alignment with your business and your personal goals. What equity do you have available to you? What is your current borrowing power? If you don't know these two numbers, it might be time to have a chat with your finance broker. To get a to get an understanding of your debt and your equity position, you'll need to understand the micro level. What money do you have coming in and what's going out? And this is where budgeting comes into play. 
When we talk about the budget, it's not just about the income and the big ticket expenses. Keep an eye on those small recurring costs too, because you'll be surprised at how much these can add up over a year. Moving on to tracking expenses. Yes, I can hear some of you groaning out there, but this is crucial. Accurate up-to-date records of your fund of your expenses will not only keep you on top of where your money is going, but it'll also be a lifesaver when tax season rolls around, which is what we're in right now. Next is assessing your cash flow, because cash flow is the lifeblood of your business. You could have a stack of properties and assets, but if your cash flow is negative, you'll struggle to cover your serviceability for your development loans. So monitor your cash flow meticulously. Understand when and where your cash comes in and goes out and identify any shortfalls in advance. And that way you can then plan accordingly. Now, all this talk about budgets and tracking expenses and cash flow might seem daunting. And that's okay if it does. Nobody expects you to be a property developer and a finance whiz. And this is where seeking expert help can be a game changer. So hiring a good accountant or a financial advisor isn't at an expense, it's an investment. They can offer insights and advice based on their expertise, freeing you up to focus on what you do best, which is finding profitable development deals and building your successful property development business around your lifestyle. They can help with your tax planning, optimizing your financial structure, identifying potential cost saving, and even spotting business opportunities that you may have missed. Plus, they're an awesome sounding board for your deal decisions. And I always meet with our accountant prior to the end of the financial year so that we're ready to go before the next financial year. So if you haven't done it this year, perhaps for this financial year, make sure you lock in at a time with your accountant before the financial year ends. So as we stride into the new financial year, let's commit to staying on top of our finances. If you do this monthly, it's actually less of a burden at tax time. So review your budget, track your expenses, understand your cash flow, and don't hesitate to seek expert help. With your finances in order, you're already on the path to a financial successful year. So tip number three, stay on top of market trends. The real estate, real estate market is ever evolving. And as a property developer, it's vital to stay informed. So research local market trends, observe shifts in consumer behaviours and predict potential risks and opportunities. And this will help you make strategic decisions throughout the year. So let's dive into this third tip, staying informed of market trends. This is a big one because the real estate market isn't static, it's a living, breathing entity. It changes with the seasons, the economy and even global events. And there are micro and macro markets. Just because the media says one thing about a capital city doesn't mean that every suburb and town around that capital city is experiencing the same. And remember, in property development, we're playing the long game. The decisions you make today can have repercussions down the line. And this makes staying on top of trends not just beneficial, but essential. Now, let's clarify something. When we say market trends, we're not just talking about property prices and interest rates. Yes, they're important, but I'm talking about understanding shifts in consumer behaviour, lifestyle trends, zoning laws, environmental factors, even technology advancements. And the market isn't a single market. It's a mosaic of micro markets, each with its own dynamic. So focus on your local market, the area where you're operating or planning to operate in, and spend less time focusing on the macro. 
in that particular area. So we start by researching recent sales and rental data in the area. This will give you an idea of price trends, but go deeper. Look at the type of properties that are in demand. Are buyers leaning towards townhouses or single family homes? Are they looking for big backyards or convenient low maintenance inner city locations? Understanding these preference will guide your development strategy and will help to make sure that you're creating product that's in demand. Pay attention to changes in the local economy and local economy and demographics too. Because this is where, like, is there a new skill? Sorry, is there a new school being built? Has there been an influx of new professionals? Uh, is there a lot of immigration in a particular area? These factors can significantly influence the demand and the kind of properties that will be popular, especially with the market we're in right now, where there's a huge influx of immigration. Where are people moving to? These are the sort of things we need to understand. And this brings us down to being, paying attention to the changes in the local economy and demographics. So let's not also forget about future trends. Are there any planned infrastructure projects? Is there a move towards greener building practice, uh, practices? Staying ahead of the curve can position you as a forward-thinking modern developer, which is a unique selling point and will also help minimise your risk. Now, researching and analysing all of this may seem overwhelming, but you don't have to do it alone. Leverage the experts of local real estate agents and they are a key part of your A-team. Attend property seminars and networking events. Utilise online platforms and forums, such as the Developer Tribe Facebook group. There's a wealth of information available, but always make sure that you're getting information from credible sources who've also got, have already got runs on the board. But remember, while trends can be your guide, they shouldn't dictate them. Use the insights to inform your strategy, but always align it with your business goals and your risk tolerance. So as we gear up for the new financial year, let's commit to being informed, savvy property developers. Let's understand our market, anticipate the trends, and make strategic, well-informed decisions. So here's to a year of growth, progress, and success. Let's go to tip number four, embracing technology. In our digital world, technology can be a significant asset for your business and your lifestyle. There are various tools and software designed to streamline your operations and to save you hours, if not days, in time. If you're not already leveraging technology, now is the time to start. So on tip number four, embracing technology, let's delve a bit deeper. Now, I know when we say technology, some of you might feel a twinge of apprehension. Maybe you're not the most tech-savvy person, or perhaps you believe in the old-school way of doing things that's always worked for you. Let me tell you this. In today's digital age, technology isn't just a nice-to-have. It's a necessity. It's a powerful tool that, when used right, can streamline your operations, simplify financial management, and boost your overall productivity. So let's demystify this a little bit. When we talk about technology for property development, we're not necessarily talking about complex AI, artificial intelligence systems, or state-of-the-art machinery. We're talking about tools and software that can help you automate and optimize your everyday tasks. Also tools that can simplify your life to save you time, money, and get you into your next deal quicker. Let's start with project management. Keeping track of projects, multiple deadlines can be a huge task. But with project management tools like Asana, Trello, Monday.com, or even a simple chart in Evernote, which is what I tend to use, you can organize your projects, assign tasks, monitor progress, even communicate with your team all in one place. Moving on to financial management, we've already talked about the importance of getting your finance in order. 
Now, tools like Mild or Zero can automate your bookkeeping, generate invoices, track your expenses, and provide real-time financial reports. This not only saves you time, but it can give you clear, up-to-date snapshot of your financial health, and it makes month-to-month, month-end um, bookkeeping a breeze and even tax time so much simpler. Then we have deal, deal tool searchings, sorry, deal searching tools like RP Data, Price Finder and Stash. These are paid tools, but they can make your deal searching and your due diligence so much simpler. Or if you want to pop deals straight in your inbox daily, you can sign up for tools like Point Data or even simply get alerts from realestate.com or Domain. These are not just software. It's a, sorry, it's not just software to consider. We also want to be thinking about hardware. Fortunately, with a property development business, as long as you have a phone and your computer, you are on your way. Now, introducing technology might seem daunting, especially if you're used to a certain way of doing things. But remember, it's not an all or nothing situation. Start small, maybe with a single tool, get comfortable with it, see the difference it makes, and then consider expanding your tech. Now, discussion around tech wouldn't be complete without discussing artificial intelligence or AI, which is the latest buzzword. If you haven't played around with AI yet, do it right after this podcast. It can help you write emails. It can create a tender document for you. It can create your marketing material. It can even help you write your business plan. Always ensure that whatever technology you use, it should always make your life simpler. The fanciest, most expensive software is worthless if it doesn't add value to you in some way. So as we step into the new financial year, let's welcome technology as an ally, not as a foe. Let's leverage it to streamline our processes, manage our finances, and boost our productivity. It's not just about keeping up the times. Let's stay ahead. So here's to a tech-powered, successful year ahead. On to tip number five, building your network. Your network is your net worth. This couldn't be more accurate in property development. Nurture relationship with your contractors, real estate agents, architects, potential investors, even your competitors. They can provide insights, leads, and opportunities that can propel your property, wealth, and your lifestyle goals fast forward. So we've all heard about your network is your net worth, right? And while this is true for almost any industry, it's absolutely crucial in property development. Picture your network as a web. At each intersection, there's potential opportunity, a lead, an insight, a piece of advice or collaboration that could take your business or your next project to new heights. Each thread of this web is a relationship that you've cultivated and nurtured. So who who should be in your network? Think about all the people you interact with in your business, contractors, real estate agents, potential investors, architects, local council, even your competitors. And you heard me write competitors. Because they're part of your, they're in your industry, they face the same challenges. And believe it or not, they can be a great um, source of knowledge or perspective. And they can be even be a great source of deals. They may have taken a deal and their circumstances may have changed. And they may want to be offloading their deals quickly. And those relationships can really help. Let's be clear, clear though, network isn't about having a phone list full of contacts. Sorry, contacts. It's about building genuine and mutually beneficial relationships. It's not just about who you know, but how well you know them. How do you nurture these relationships? Start by being a good listener. Understand their needs, their challenges. Offer your help where you can, even if there's no immediate gain for yourself. Remember what goes around comes around. 
Also, keep them in the loop about your business. Let them know when you're looking for deals and when you're not. Share your successes, your plans. They may not always have an opportunity for you, but if they know what you're looking for, then they'll think of you when one comes up. And this is particularly important with your real estate agents. And don't limit your interactions with just business. Celebrate their wins, offer support in tough times. If you see a post or something in LinkedIn, just engage with them provide some support, show them that you value the relationship, not just the opportunity that it brings. So how do you expand your network? Attend property events, webinars, join online forums, but don't forget the power of social media. Facebook groups such as My Developer Tribe, private Facebook group is a goldmine for networking. So as we prepare for the new financial year, let's make a commitment to invest in our relationships. Let's value our network and nurture it. And let's remember it's not just about the number of content contacts, but the quality of the relationships. With a strong network behind you, there's no limit to what you can achieve in the world of property development. So here's to a year of building not just properties, but lasting, mutually beneficial relationships. And finally, tip number six, invest in yourself. This may seem out of place in a property business focused list, but trust me, it's essential. As a business owner, you're the driving force behind your success. Take the time to develop your skills, your knowledge, and more, very importantly, your mental well-being. The better, you, the, the better you leads to a better business and a better life. And now we've come to the sixth and final tip, investing in yourself. Now, this might seem a little bit out of place, but let's get into it because it's really, really important that you being the driving force of your business, that your vision, your skills, and your decision-making capabilities are really fine-tuned because they shape the trajectory of your business. So when we talk about investing in yourself, what do we mean? It's about committing time and resources to your personal development. It's about expanding your skills, deepening your knowledge, and nurturing your mental and your physical well-being. So let's start with skills. As a property developer, you need a broad range of skills, project management, negotiation, financial analysis, even understanding construction and design at a high level. You don't need to understand the detail because that's what your A-team will do, but you need to have a high level understanding. So first, let's identify what your strengths are, but also acknowledge your weaknesses and consider courses or workshops that will help you develop these skills further. Remember, learning is a lifelong process. Be a student for life. Let's move on to knowledge. Staying informed of what's happening in the building industry and the property market. What zoning changes may be happening in your area? What impact is the economy having in your target market and the housing they can afford? We've already talked about this, but beyond that, invest time in learning about broader topics that influence your business. It could be learning about better affordable building practices or perhaps understanding demographic shifts or even design and economic trends. You don't need to be a guru in all of these, but just be aware of what's happening in these areas. Now, let's talk about mental well-being. Running a property business, or actually any business really, can be stressful. The decisions, the risks, the responsibility, it can take a toll on you. It is absolutely essential to invest time in activities to help you rest and rejuvenate. This could be as simple as going for a daily walk or a weekly yoga class or whatever it is that helps chill you out. It could be about adopting a mindfulness practice or simply ensuring that you take regular breaks from work. A healthy mind leads to better decision-making, improved productivity, and a more balanced approach to life and business. 
And finally, remember to celebrate your wins, big or small. Take a moment to acknowledge your achievements. This not only boosts your morale, but also renews your motivation to aim higher. And it could be something as simple as going out to dinner to one of your favorite restaurants whenever you hit a milestone. It doesn't have to be something big. So as we get ready for the new financial year, let's commit to investing in ourselves. Let's become better learners, better leaders, and better caretakers of our mental well-being. Remember, a better you leads to a better business. And when you grow, so does your property development business, as well as your wealth and your lifestyle goals. So here's to a year of personal growth and business success. And that brings us to the end of our six tips for better for setting yourself up for a successful financial year in property development. I hope these tips inspire you, motivate you, and most importantly, help you to create business and the lifestyle you're working so hard towards. Now, remember, you're not alone in this journey. At Rising Star Develop, we're dedicated to helping you achieve your property, wealth, and your lifestyle goals. So let's step into this new financial year together stronger and smarter and be sure to reach out if I can support you in any way. Until next time, I'm Amanda McEwen and I'm wishing you a prosperous financial year ahead. Thank you so much for listening. This is Building Lifestyles, a show designed to help everyday Australians create a lifestyle that inspires them using property development strategies. This podcast was produced by the Rising Star Developer. We've been helping Australians realise their financial and lifestyle goals since 2020. We play a pivotal role in educating, supporting and celebrating the goals and successes of our students and our community. To find out how we can help you realise your property, wealth and lifestyle goals, head to our website www.risingstardeveloper.com.au. To make sure you don't miss an episode of Building Lifestyles, be sure to subscribe to and follow the show in your favorite podcast app. And while you're there, leave us a five-star review as it really helps others find the show. I'm Amanda McEwen, and we'll be back next episode with more tips on how you can build your lifestyle.